Welcome, 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 my star seeds. Welcome to the Rooted in Starlight podcast. Uh, we are recording this week, which is the week of Christmas. Christmas is going to be uh, on the Saturday the 25th. And we are right now also in the season of Yule with the winter solstice that happened on the 21st, which was also when the sun moved into Capricorn. And I do remember in the last episode that I spoke to the fact that we would be, once the sun moved into Capricorn, we would be in the season of Capricorn. So let's first say a happy birthday to all of you Capricorns who will be celebrating your birthday over the next month. Uh, I'm hoping, I do know that with the Saturn-Uranus square that is on its way, that's going to be taking place on Christmas Eve, Friday, December 24th. Uh, I almost was going to open the show with um, how it's beginning to look a lot like a COVID Christmas all over again. Here on the East Coast, on the Eastern Seaboard, we are certainly having an outbreak and um, it's literally putting everything in flux and trying to now go with the flow of what it is that you think your plans are going to be and what they may actually end up being. So just be prepared for that. And that very much has to do with the Saturn and Uranus square Because, as I've said in past episodes, and this will be something that, especially with the slower moving planets that I'll be saying over and over again, and that's that you feel those effects for a longer length of time. So it is not like a square happens on one day or an opposition or a conjunction and those two planets get together and do whatever and then move on and we're done with it. As you can see especially with the energy that seems to have suddenly um, come up almost out of nowhere. I mean, I'm not going to say that, you know, we haven't been watching on the news, this new variant that's kind of gained speed, but it certainly, it certainly has, it's moving like a freight train right now in the area that I live in. So I do know that it is now, You know, we've definitely been in the energy of the Saturn-Uranus square. And Saturn is, again, in Aquarius, which is all about the planet of freedom and, you know, the collective goodwill and how can we take systems and have them work for the betterment of all. Um, And it's also... Saturn is the co-ruler of Aquarius and Uranus has been um, in Taurus and Uranus is the planet is the planet that is all about what is it we need to change and how can we change it as fast as possible and what's interesting is Uranus is one of the rulers of Aquarius so it's interesting that these two planets that rule that co-rule the sign of Aquarius are the two planets that have been meeting up 
throughout this year of 2021, because this Saturn-Uranus square is actually going to be the third square for these two planets. The first one took place in mid-February, and the second one, and the one in February, both planets were in direct motion. The second uh, the second square took place in June. And again, that was mid-June. That was like the 14th, 15th of June. And Saturn was retrograde then. And this third square that's coming up on Christmas Eve day um, is happening with Uranus being retrograde and Saturn being direct. And one of the things that's interesting about that is when you have aspects with planets, when one is retrograde and one is direct, you are usually dealing with the planet that is direct is the one that's going to have the most say in what it wants to accomplish in that aspect. And so we very much are in a situation where Saturn, I feel, is definitely trying to let everyone know that if we thought we were going to go back to everything as usual for our holiday celebrations, that Saturn has kind of stepped up and said, oh, not so fast. Uh, I've got some things I want to uh, show and, 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 and say about that. And so I think if you're even watching the news a little bit, you certainly are seeing that we have certainly in the last few weeks suddenly felt like we might be on a train that's going backwards instead of forwards. I know for me, I kind of feel that in a couple things that have, that have um, been going on in my life. And I am totally blaming all of that, I'm totally placing all of that at the, the foot of Saturn. Uh, so I'm hoping that everyone is going to be able to have a safe and happy holiday in whatever way you decide to celebrate it. Um, and that would be something that you just want to keep in mind that with the squares and especially again, like I said, with this being the third one, it feels like it is a culmination of something that Saturn and Uranus have been trying to do all year. And I feel for Uranus that it very much has been trying to, especially being in Taurus, that it's very much trying to have us look at systems in a new way and almost understand that we have probably more control over a system than we think if we're willing to put our energy into changing it into a way that it helps serve our highest good and the good of those around us. And I feel like Saturn on some level is challenging us to say, how committed are you to those changes? And Saturn is definitely a planet that always wants to ask about what is it you're willing to sacrifice to create something new or to embark on a new journey or a new um, path, Saturn is very much saying, well, if you're willing to commit to that, what are you willing to sacrifice in order for that to come to be? And 
I feel like that's definitely one of the things that's kind of playing out, um, not only on the collective scale, but certainly at this point on personal levels in all of our lives, as it certainly has been for the last year and a half to two years. So I think what's going to be interesting is that we have on the day after Christmas, on the 26th, we have the last quarter moon. And I kind of like that happening right after Christmas because I think it really sets us up nicely for that last week of the year to be able to really be reflecting on, you know, where we've been, uh, where we're headed. And I know right now for a lot of us, it seems like we're headed backwards instead of forwards. But I feel on some level that we have an opportunity to really understand what it is that we need to do differently moving forward so that we can create the structures that we know are going to be able to support us and that we're, that we can move into a path where we're fully committed, knowing that there are going to be challenges and knowing that we're going to need to make sacrifices and knowing that we're going to need to have boundaries, you know, because some of those sacrifices sometimes are saying, you know, okay, I, I need to be able to let people know that I'm not available for this anymore. Or, you know, maybe my time isn't as open as it used to be. And so that's the kind of thing that Saturn wants you to really be able to explore and understand before you go heading into something. Because Saturn will be the one that'll keep challenging you and bringing you back to that point of, well, have you done everything that you need to do in order for this to be the best possible outcome? Um, so one of the things that's interesting is that I feel like Uranus is definitely that planet that says, take a leap of faith and dive in. And Saturn, and I, I think I've said this before on the podcast, I know I've definitely said it many times um, throughout my life that Saturn is very much that planet that says, no, I want to make sure that you have all the hours and the credentials and your I's are dotted and your T's are crossed before it will allow you to move on. And that is where that tension is right now with Saturn and Uranus, is that we're very much in building a new way of being because of what's happened in the, over the last two years and everything from the way we school our children to the way we earn our income um, to the way we take care of ourselves has changed um, dramatically. And that is one of those things that is obviously going to continue because that kind of change is going to be slow change to begin with because it's monumental change that's happening. And it's happening again on that collective level, but also very much on the individual level as what as well. And so it's about being able to have the patience. <laughs> and again, that's something Saturn, it, that's definitely a, a Saturn um, attribute to have the patience and be able to really feel like you're aware 
of what it is that you're trying to accomplish and knowing that there are going to be moments where you feel like you're taking one step forward and two steps backwards. And so hopefully this is going to be something that I feel like once we get into a certain part of 2022, not immediately, 2022 starts off, I feel kind of, uh, you know, kind of uh, on, in, on an uneven uh, terrain in that you're going to have, we've had, we had Venus go retrograde uh, on December 19th and she's going to be retrograde until January 29th. And she's one of our personal planets. And she's certainly the planet that rules over all our relationships. She rules over our passions, what we love, um, what our desires are, what are the, you know, she rules over the five senses. And so she's very much, you know, the planet that in the retrograde phase is really going to be asking us and being in Capricorn, she's very much going to be asking us in that state to say, to be looking at, okay, here's what you've been doing in 2021. Here's what you've been working on. And it could be something that you, you know, started in 2021 that you might not have had plans to do. And because of situations, you just knew like it was a now or never moment or a why not, or everything maybe did line up for you perfectly. Um, And so she very much in Capricorn retrograde is going to be saying, so let's just go back and review and see what it is that you have. Um, what kind of resources do you have? What do you need? What, what is it you might be missing? Uh, where do you need to reach out for help? And and I, and I feel on some level with her, it's very much the where do you need to reach out for help with other individuals, because I feel like with her ruling over relationships that she's very much the one that's, you know, it might take some time, but that you can, you can find the people that you need in your life for you to be able to continue to work on whatever it is that you began in 2021, certainly because of situations that were born out of 2020. And so if that's something that you're working on that you really do want to continue with and you're needing to figure out how that's going to happen, then Venus retrograde is very good for that. Um, That being said, there are obviously too many things going on in people's lives that 2021, you know, now that we're at the end of it, you kind of feel like, okay, I just better be at the end of this kind of a challenge, or I better be at the end of this kind of anxiety or this kind of, you know, depression or, and that obviously right now is a little more difficult to say that we're, that we are uh, with everything going on. But I do feel that Venus retrograde is asking us to take that time to go back and and look at what is it we've been able to draw from the well of the challenges that we've had um, this last year and how have those challenge how have those challenges strengthened you 
Um, in what way have they helped empower you? Um, and if they haven't, what is it that you could do that you could then end up moving in the right direction where something good could come out of something um, difficult and challenging as, as many of us have uh, been dealing with. And so I think that's part of what her retrograde phase is all about. And that normally with a retrograde planet, that is part of what they ask for you to do is it's, it's all about that going back and reviewing some things might have to actually be done over because you might find out, Hey, this isn't done the way I thought it was. This isn't going to work the way I had something set up. And so then you need to go back and say, what kind of changes do I need to make? But when you're working with a personal planet that is in retrograde, they normally want to say, okay, this is the time that you can can take to, to review that and get everything lined up so that when it starts moving forward, it wants to be able to give you the energy to help propel you to move forward as well. And so this can be a, obviously a, a dicey period. I mean, I think, like I said, January itself is going to be a bit of an uneven period because we are also going to have Mercury going retrograde <laughs> next month. And so that happens in the middle of the month, which means you're going to probably start feeling that very shortly after the new year. Um, and so that in itself is going to be, and Mercury's in Capricorn, so the retrograde will be happening uh, in Capricorn. And so there's going to be a bit of a, I definitely feel a bit of feeling like you're just treading water when the year starts off. And that doesn't mean that we should already begin the year thinking, oh, well, this isn't going to go anywhere. I think because the one nugget that we really do have that I definitely am putting a lot of energy into is that we have that new moon on January 2nd. And that new moon will be in Capricorn. So yes, we're definitely in the Capricorn season because we have the Sun and Mercury and Venus and Pluto right now all hanging out in Capricorn. And then we literally have our new year and the new moon back to back. Um, and so I think though that the new moon in Capricorn really will be able to help us. And this is where it can work for you with retrograde planets in the same sign is to not necessarily be thinking what's the new thing you want to do as much as it is, what is it you already are working on or have been working on that maybe isn't turning out or being as it's not proving to be as viable as you may have initially thought what you have when you have a new moon in that kind of a situation is the new moon will then say okay well what are the intentions that you want to put forth that will help you to address where the challenges are and where the fixes need to happen so that 
you can be moving forward or forward with something that you thought had a lot of promise. And I think that's part of what 2022 initially is going to want to start off with us with is that idea of what were you working on that you thought had a lot of promise in 2021 that may or may not have had, you know, some challenges or hit some snags and, and some of them could certainly be health related because that in itself has just turned out to be, you know, an individual, a personal thing that we're all dealing with. And so, and that's not going away anytime soon from the looks of it. So I think we definitely know that we're going to go into the new year dealing with uh, news reports that look a lot like they did a year ago. Um, but the difference is that with the retrograde, retrograde planets where our lives had changed so much because of what was going on with the pandemic and and the way the work life needed to change and and this and the school life needed to change and home life changed and healthcare changed that what you're going to be able to do now with this new moon that's going to take place um with everybody in capricorn but with venus being retrograde and with mercury gearing up to be retrograde is it's just going to be a good time to say well, this is what I what I had created and, and this is what I want to continue on, but maybe I need to have a fix here or a fix there, or maybe I need to, you know, go out and find some someone that, you know, can have the the, the good advice for me to help move this forward or, you know, power me up with some extra energy that I might need to to get some last hurdles done. And I feel on that level, that's definitely going to be a good time for that. And then I also feel, like I said, with our last quarter moon happening after Christmas, that this is very much a good time to be doing a lot of releasing and really letting go. What is it we don't want to see in our life? What is it we really want to let go of? You know, the fear, the uncertainty, the doubt, um, you know, how can we just release those elements so that we can be starting the year off, you know, holding on to hope and standing, standing in hope and grace and knowing that with this new year, there is new promise and, and that we're going to allow that to unfold and not need to have all the answers up front, you know, that we're just going to allow it to unfold allow ourselves to be guided and to trust where it is that we're moving. Because I think that in itself sometimes can be challenging when we're in such uncertain times where you start questioning everything, including yourself and wondering if you're even capable of, you know, making the best decision in, you know, an, you know, a time that just doesn't seem to have any, certainties for you. So, so I think that in itself will be a really, uh, good opportunity for the way that we can end 2021 and begin 2022. Um, I also 
we don't want to forget that we do have the, so we have the square happening on Christmas Eve with Saturn and Uranus. And then we have Venus being retrograde, conjuncting Pluto once again in Capricorn. And that's happening on Christmas Day. Um, and I feel on some level that this is one of the things that's interesting about this conjunction with Venus and Pluto is that it is very, very close to the degree that Saturn and Pluto conjunct it in January of 2021. Um, I mean, January of 2020, forgive me. Um, so I find that, I find that to be something that is worth meditating on. Like, what is it now that Venus is at the table with Pluto and, and that she's retrograde? What is it that Pluto, and I, and I know I spoke of this in the last episode, uh, when, especially the episode where I talked a lot about this Venus Pluto conjunction, and that is, what is it that Pluto's asking of Venus? Um, what is it that, that Pluto is saying this needs to change or that needs to change? And what is it that Venus, that Venus is able to say in that retrograde state of, you know, okay, I, I can look at that and, and I can work with that. And so I think, I mean, on some level, I, with, it's interesting because on some level with the, the Saturn-Uranus square, as these last several weeks as I've been, you know, watching, you know, things suddenly starting to look a lot like last year, that I was kind of like, what is going on? And then, of course, I was attributing that most of that to the Saturn Uranus square. Cause I thought, Oh, that's Saturn, Saturn, Saturn just likes to throw a wrench in everybody's plans. But at the same time, I feel like with Venus being the planet of relationships and, and certainly um, the connection to, you know, our heart center and, and who we love and for us to literally be back in a situation where we're now questioning plans we might have to be seeing loved ones that we did not see last year, it's interesting that that her being retrograde and meeting up with Pluto and that happening literally, um, there's like they're happening at a 25 degree and when the Saturn... Pluto conjunction took place in January of 2020. That was at a 26 degree. And so it's just, there's something about that, that I feel that there's a repetitiveness. There's like something coming back around. It's coming back around in a different form, but it's coming back around almost, and this is where the Saturn piece comes in almost to say, what have you learned? Did you learn? And if you didn't, are you okay with the results of what's been created? 
And I, I just feel that really strongly. And so, you know, that I just need to share that because that's, there's just something about those, those aspects happening so close to each other um, that I just feel they need us to pause and think about why that is and, and what's going on uh, with that. And it's, and it's something that really is happening on a, on a, a, a deep level where again, it's that, that profound change that we're going to see unfold over time as we continue to move forward, even if right now it doesn't seem like we are doing much of that. Right. <laughs> so, but we are because <laughs> the date keeps changing. And so we definitely are moving forward. Uh, and so that is where I'm going to leave that. But I definitely think that if you're doing reflecting and reviewing of the year, which we all like to do this time of year, that will be something to definitely take, take some time and, and just think about with your own life, how things how things have shaped themselves and based on the circumstances and experiences that you had over, you know, this last year and, and what that may mean for you moving forward and, and what energy do you want to put into having it look different or being able to maintain what you may already have. Um, and so that's definitely something to be thinking about. And then once we get past Christmas, <laughs> we have one of the things that we have on the 28th that I, I know that for some people, they're going to be really looking forward to it is Jupiter moving into Pisces. The thing that's going to be great about that is that Jupiter will be out of Aquarius where that planet has been the last year having to share space with Saturn and they do not make good roommates. Um, and so I know Jupiter already has its bags packed at the door waiting to just be like, ah, okay, great. I'm free. I'm in Pisces. Let me just start up my energy and, and no holds barred. So that happens on the 28th of December, Jupiter moving into Pisces. Um, if you have, if you're wondering what that might look like, we had a bit of a preview uh, this year, actually, because Jupiter at one point moved into Pisces from May 13th to July 28th. Now, I know one of the things that's interesting about that time is I do know that was, I think, when we were all kind of collectively walking around feeling like we, you know, were free of, you know, the, the deep concerns that we may have been holding uh, within us um, regarding the pandemic. And I think we thought we were really seeing things change for the better, uh, again, what's interesting is it, de it does depend on where Pisces is in your chart. Um, I do know for me that during that particular time, um, 
it actually ended up being a bit of an uneven time for me where there were some shocks and, and real, uh, challenges that that profoundly changed my life so I think I'm looking forward to Jupiter in Pisces but I'm not really sure um Jupiter again because I like to do the the patterns for you Jupiter um spends usually a year in each sign and usually a straight up year in each sign it doesn't usually you know it depending on when what its retrograde motion is it usually is able to be in a sign for a full year and it doesn't end up uh, splitting the way it did in 2021. And it will be doing that again in 2022, just to let you know. But what's interesting with Jupiter and Pisces, if you're trying to say, oh, well, what might that year look like? You would just need to go back 12 years to say, okay, what was, you know, 2010 looking like for you um, when Jupiter would have been in Pisces the last time. So it would have been like that 2009, 2010 period. And what was that for you? What did that look like for you? And again, it's not going to be exact because you have planets in other signs that were not like that 12 years ago. So it's, it's great to, to use those as just an idea of, first off, it's great to use that if you don't fully know, if you don't know your, your birth chart. And so you're not necessarily sure where, uh, houses are for you and what planets might be. If you have an idea of when a timeline is, then you're able to say, oh, well, I was, you know, graduating from, you know, school or I was getting a new job or I moved into a new house or, you know, I had a, you know, I had a, a baby or I got married. Those kind of things kind of give you an idea of what element you might be seeing revisited with Jupiter moving into Pisces again um, on the 28th. And so, What's interesting with that, I mean, Pisces is obviously a very intuitive sign. Um, and so it's, it's also a mystical sign. It's, it's where, um, you know, our highest spirituality comes from uh, the sign of Pisces. What I find interesting with Jupiter moving in there is on the highest form, Pisces is, you know, the most compassionate um, and again, the most intuitive sign. And in the, in the challenging side of it, it can also be the sign where overindulgence can happen. And so I, considering what's going on right now, and I think how everyone feels like life just got turned upside down again for them, I'm not sure that us moving into, I'm not sure that Jupiter moving into a sign what that, that can be overindulgent when Jupiter itself can be overindulgent because Jupiter is the planet that wants to do everything the biggest and the best. Um, but sometimes it can be a little too much and that always depends on what sign it is. And so what I'm hoping is that it is just an overabundance of joy 
and an overabundance of love and health and spirituality that we're going to be dealing with in 2022. Because I would love to have those challenges and say, oh my, I have so much joy in my life. I don't even know if I know how to handle it. I think we can all agree that we're all ready to have that kind of a challenge, to have that kind of experiment to say, how would we handle if every single day was just so abundantly joyful that we almost felt overwhelmed by it? Um, I think we're all due for that, to be honest. And so uh, that's certainly what I'm hoping. But I'm also being a little realistic with, you know, Saturn in Aquarius, and that's where it's going to stay for another year and a half. So um, I think we just need to watch that what's going to be going on there, certainly with the, the year starting off. One of the things with Jupiter moving into Pisces, it's going to take a little time for the energy to gear up. And so you're, you're not going to necessarily feel that right away. Um, but I think, you know, within, you know, a week to 10 days, you should be feeling that, but you're probably going to be feeling that right around the time that Mercury also starts going retrograde. So, you know, it's one of those, you know, one step forward, two steps backwards. Again, I just really feel like January is going to feel like that for us. And I'm preparing, I'm saying that because I just want everyone to feel that you don't don't use that energy as the, oh my God, this is the way the year is going to be because no, that's not what it means. It just means that, you know, we're, you know, whenever you're trying to move from something, it's, it's challenging in that even if you have a clear path, you can't always determine the weather that you're going to be traveling in. And I just feel like that's one of the things that we just need to be aware of is that cosmically, you know, what the weather may look like right now and the way it might be taking us into January does not mean that that's the way it's going to look look like in April or in June or September of 2022. And so that's the piece of it that we really want to be able to um, you know, that we really want to be able to embrace and understand that, you know, there's going to be some challenges, but, you know, a lot of that is because, like I said, we're just going through some profound changes on a collective level and an individual level. And all of that is going to take some time to shape, shape out to really see what, what it looks like, you know, very much the, you know, being able to step back and say, oh, you know, here's what it was and here's what it is. And, you know, I think 2022 is going to help us see more of like, oh, the here's what it is, but we're not just going to have a full year or an easy year of it looking like that. And so we just want to, you know, be prepared cosmically for the kind of energy dust-ups that we are going to be experiencing. And like I said, right now we're dealing with that with the Saturn-Uranus square and the Venus-Pluto conjunction. And then you're going to have that moving into January initially because 
with the Venus retrograde, you're also then going to be adding a Mercury retrograde on top of that, which again, if all we do is just take time to review our, even with your resolutions, just take time to review them and make sure that this is exactly what you want to create, that these really are your intentions for the, for 2022. I mean, one of the things that's interesting with the, with the retrogrades is that you do, it's almost like we're going to get a redo because you're going to be able to have time to review the resolutions, make sure this is really the intentions that you want to create. I use more intentions. I really don't use that word resolution. I gave up on that uh, decades ago. Um, But whatever the goals or the intentions are for you, that as long as you're reviewing them, then you have a chance that once planets then start going direct, especially these personal planets like Mercury and Venus, then it's, you know, then it's, that's the opportunity where you then engage with that energy to actually create whatever the goals and intentions are that you want to work on. And so I think January might be a more reflective month instead of it just being, you know, taking, you know, a day or two, you know, you might find yourself using that whole month to, you know, gather and garner the the intentions and the energy and the speed in which you want to be using to be able to manifest what it is that you're trying to create for 2022. Um, this would definitely be, I do have to say, with the last quarter moon and going into January, it's going to be a great time to be doing a vision board or to be doing journaling or meditation where you really can spend some time visualizing what it is that you want to create. And with meditation, I would, you know, be working with that on a regular basis so that you're really connecting to that energy. And obviously the the same with the journaling, with the vision board, you know, if you're going to create one of them, Uh, I would definitely make sure that you put it somewhere where you're able to be seeing it so that you can be reflecting on it and really be seeing, you know, you can be taking the month of January to really say, oh, is, is this, does this have everything that my, that my uh, intentions are, that the goals are and, you know, making the changes and things like that. So that kind of creative energy, I think would actually work really, really well after Christmas when we have that week and then certainly throughout the month of January, I think that's going to be something to definitely want to focus on. And then um, we're going to be wrapping the year up with Mercury being um, kind of busy too. So we have both the 29th and the 30th where Mercury will be on the 29th. It will conjunct with Venus um, retrograde and then it will be uh conjuncting with pluto on the 30th and um and then shortly i think it moves into because what mercury is going to do with its retrograde is it's going to start out in aquarius and then move back into capricorn um 
for the retrograde period. And what I will definitely have for you with the next uh, episode is the um, complete uh, degrees and dates of when that will be happening. And even with the shadow period, because like I was talking about with Venus, you have a, a, a um, period where a planet starts slowing down and when it, where it starts slowing down is what we refer to as the shadow period. And that's the, that's when you start feeling the energy of what the retrograde itself may be like. And so we'll definitely cover that uh, in the next episode. And I believe that uh, that is it for now. Other than, you know, again, everyone, I want to thank you all for listening and for taking time to be with me um, as I embark on this journey. This is certainly, you know, again, a work in progress. And what's great for me is I'm going to be taking the time with the Venus and the Mercury retrograde to be, you know, reshaping and, and seeing what it is I need to work on or focus on more or less of. And so that I can, you know, be improving the podcast and improving my presence, you know, to be out there so that, you know, you really get to know who I am and what it is that I have to offer and how it is that I can contribute to helping you feel whole and sovereign and, and unique because that is what you are. And you have a, um, a special reason for being here at this time. And if nothing else, I think one of the things to hold on to, if you feel like you're getting overwhelmed with some of the stuff that might be coming up in the news over the holidays, and that is just to, to realize that if nothing else, we are being asked to be witnesses to a very profound time in history. And that is something that is certainly a sacred task. And there are a lot of people that are not with us right now. And, you know, we need to be able to live for them and, and live the best life and the best version of ourselves that we can be. And that is the best way that we can honor what's been going on and the best way that we can honor all those that we have lost. And so I, on that note, again, I want to thank you um, from my heart center to, um, for listening and for supporting me. Um, I certainly ask that you reach out and leave a message. Uh, you can reach me on um, Facebook with the Rooted in Starlight Facebook page. You can also reach me on Facebook under the uh, my name of Trisha Morrissey. And you can reach me on Instagram with trisha.morrissey.31. Um, again, if anyone has any last-minute gift certificates, or if you're someone like me that likes to celebrate I like little Christmas, January 6th. So if you're someone like me that likes to celebrate that um, and you're interested in 
you know, getting a tarot reading or a natal chart from me, you can reach out to me on my uh, Gmail account, which is rooted in starlight, all one word, rooted in starlight at gmail.com. I will see you here next week. I hope that you all have a blessed Yule, winter solstice, Christmas, Kwanzaa, and that everyone stays safe. Um, I hope that you have a beautiful new year and again, a happy and healthy one. Um, you know, just make sure that you are, you know, safe and around people that, uh, are safe and healthy as well so that you can all be together next year and hopefully that at a certain point just be celebrating a new way of uh, living other than what we've been dealing with certainly with this last year. So I thank you all again um, from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate that you are sticking with me as I continue to work on this uh, project of love and and be able to bring you the best um, podcast that I can and be able to be offering um, my services to you in a way that really benefits you and lifts you up um, for you to be the best version of you for 2022. So thank you. Blessings to you all. May the magic live and find you in 2022. And remember, you want to reach high because the stars lie hidden in your soul. Thank you.